This is the LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for July 9th, 2011. Thing you can pull up to tell you the date. Yeah. Wow. Also, the overlay takes it automatically from the computer. Mm. Which, yeah, because mm. Alex is fancy pants. The problem is normally you're not actually looking at the I'm not overlay, normally so looking at the overlay, yeah. Alex is away because he is a suck, and Matt is away because his dad deigned to have a birthday, and, and James is away because, again, his dad was like, come and have dinner, and James was like, God. Exactly. Yeah. That so, even us. they didn't care about you. It's okay. It's warm. It's a, it's a warm day today. It's not, it's not bad in here, actually. No, but we've sucked up a lot of sun today. Yeah. True, yeah. So, we're all feeling sort of. Bleh. That's okay. I will draw enough to amuse everybody. Not that you can see what I'll be drawing, but. No. Like, more to amuse the people watching it all. No, it'll amuse it them later. It could, it could anti amuse them now because if we're all watching you draw, then we won't be doing yeah. anything. Yeah, we're just going to be real quiet and we're all going to watch this. I got to open my. Awesome thing is topic Open your topic markers. So, got some uh, videos to catch up on. Also, sorry that the last podcast was late or non-existent. I'm assuming at this point that we've figured out what was wrong with it and it's gone up. Uh, Some weird encoding. There was some file problems. If it hasn't gone up, then we're really sorry. Especially because we recorded a whole thing and lost it. Which would be awful, but you should have seen it. It was amazing. It had like dancers and acrobats and edit well, don't, fonts. But if it does go up, then they just know you're lying. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> and we hope it is going to go up. Yeah. So, uh, going to talk about uh, the loading ready run videos. Give in and Canadian girlfriend. We can talk about um, Homefront and the first uh, crisis for um, un- uh, Unskippable. Our first of many crises. First of many crises. And uh, various other stuff. So, Loading Ready Run. We do have the entire Checkpoint team here. That's true. That's a thing. Yeah. So, Loading Ready Run uh, videos. Uh, We did uh, Give In with Multiple Me. Um, Yeah. This brand, like having to bring in all the other brands to shoot with was kind of annoying. They have really full schedules and it's very difficult to get all three of us to, I mean all four for the Stinger. Luckily, he only had to be there for like 10 minutes, but... uh, to get all of our schedules to line up is a real challenge. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> if anybody was like, there aren't enough Graham in videos, then uh, this is the video for you. You know what we should do? We should hire some some scientists, like some Swedish scientists or something to clone you. Well, someone someone was like, I don't think there was enough Graham in this video. And I was like, hey, hey, I tried. And then they suggested, they were like, well, you know what you could have done is had the guy that you're trying to kill at the beginning been a clone of you. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, that's perfect. Yeah. This, this video was directly targeted towards the, the lucrative Graham's mom demographic. <laughs> so lucrative. It's small but incredibly lucrative. Yeah. Um, so, okay, the video was inspired by... We were watching um, an anime called Tech on Kingcrete. It's really good. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's really, really good. It's... Weird, but Yeah, good. it's not... I guess it's kind of dark in places. When we started watching it, Kathleen was like, it's a depressing movie, but it's not like... A downer, and we were like, "What?" And it, I don't think that's a totally fair description. Like, it's it's just kind of dark, but it's really cool. It's like you. I don't want to ruin everybody's good night. And no, and it didn't. Like, it's a really cool movie, and you see the trailer, and you're like, "Okay, it's just a couple of kids being happy-go-lucky in a weird city," and it's not. It's absolutely not. But it's it's really really good. Apparently, it's based on a. It's on a based manga? on a Eisner award-winning manga, which cool. I actually own. Anyway, so, so you can read it at home if and you it's want. And it's T E K. I should put this on the thing. Yeah, it's an incredibly faithful adaption, though, having read the book and uh, owning the DVD. 
So I'm going to put this up on the overlay for people who are curious of the spelling. It's spelled Tech on Concrete. There you go. Anyway, go look so it up. we were watching this, and uh, there's an extended sequence where one of the characters is sort of has like a dark side or a dark being that may or may not be within him talking to him and trying to convince him to embrace his dark side. And it goes on for a little bit. And I was sort of like, what if he just went, all right. Like, what if it was just, you know, like, embrace the dark side. Okay, kill the guy. What, like, all the all the drama is gone. And so, you know, that's, you know, that's how this starts. It's, you know, it's, I think you're wibbling the, the microphone by doing that. I hope it's not coming through. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put the microphone on this ridiculous hat to muffle muffle uh, table noise. I was trying to erase very carefully as to not wibble the microphone. Let's try that. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's why the beginning of the video is just like, you know, do it. He deserved it. Okay, boom. And just, just blows the guy away. But um, as I said in the, uh, in the blog post, sketch comedy rules being what they are, if you've got the evil shoulder angel... You got the good one as well. You really have to. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, so then it's like, but you, he made a decision without the good one being there. So obviously the good one's going to be annoyed about this. And then the whole video just sort of just sort of came out of that. And then we, we thought of the stinger while we were shooting. I don't know who suggested it. But I love the idea of the, the guy being like, oh, I just love to party. Everybody was calling that your inner Pinkie Pie, which is a... I, I don't think everyone was calling it that. I think a, a couple fans of My Little Pony were calling it a that. A very vocal My Little Pony contingent. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. I'm like, I don't know what a Pinkie Pie is. But apparently, Pinkie Pie is a pony who loves to party. So and shows up with that like face thing on. Yeah. You should accent the trim with I was the gold. Going, uh, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, Pinkie sorry. Pinkie Pie sounds like you know, one of those... If you want to see what I'm talking about, if you want to see why... Yes, Kathleen's drawing some things her cat hates. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, that was basically it. The shooting it was um, a whole lot of me on a green screen, and then Alex crawling around in the hall. I love Alex's costume, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like, the pimp glasses and the fur coat. Well, the fur coat was, like, Tally's aunt's. Something, We had brought by the office the day before. Really? Yeah. I thought we had it for a while. No, 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 no. We we brought, brought it by the office that week. Um, really? Okay. Like, or it might not have been the day before, but was it within days of shooting that video? Because oh, well, handy uh, then. That, that works out. I said that's handy then. Yeah. No. We uh, sorry. Just hang on. We're checking your phone. But yeah. Oh no no. Um, sorry. We brought a bunch of stuff like old costume stuff by, and that coat because we were moving that week, and we had taken it out of her storage locker. Um, and so Alex is like pimp costume, and he goes in there, looks at the coats, takes one look at the fur coat, and is like this, and puts it on. Yeah. Oh. Works really well. Uh, yep. And yeah, the editing was uh, pimps and uh, you know older women. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's a weird kind of Venn diagram there. Well, and like the next week we shot uh, another video involving Paul as a drug dealer, I think, with like an entirely different kind of uh, yeah. kind of costume. We have a lot of drug dealer range. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Um, we uh, or rather the uh, the editing was interesting because I edited it edited it entirely in Final Cut X, which was. Very different. I figured, why the hell not? Trial by fire. May as well jump in and do a really effects-heavy video, because I know I can do it in the old Final Cut if I have to, just to sort of test it out. New Final Cut, really, really good green screen keying, uh, which was nice. Yeah, because previously you had to drop into After Effects. Yeah, use After Effects to get that quality of... Uh, which always caused issues yes. when you go back. Yeah, it did. So, But yeah, it's, it's, uh, I thought that uh, turned out really well. And the, the background... 
there's a default background plate, and I don't know why you'd want to use it, called underwater, with like uh, like an underwater, like the surface of the water sort of moving side to side, and like dappled light rays. Be like, I'm underwater. underwater, yeah. So what I did is I, I took it, uh, darkened it heavily, and turned it upside down so that the light rays are sort of like coming up from below. So it was like in a hell dimension or something. And uh, then I put a slight red tinge on the evil guy and a slight blue tinge on the other guy. And maybe I should have made that less subtle. I'm not sure. I, I thought it turned out okay, but I'm not entirely sure how obvious it was. And then the goofy guy had purple because I couldn't think of what else to do. I figured he likes a good party. He's right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, and that was given. And then... We did Canadian Girlfriend. Which is true, yes. Which, because, okay, so... I already wrote about this in the blog post, right? Yeah, we had we had a video we were going to shoot the next day. But if we were going to... If we, if we wanted to do something for Canada Day, and we usually like to do a Canada Day special, it, it had to be, like, we had to shoot it... That week, that day, yeah. The next day, because we, we had to shoot it on a Friday, and this was a Thursday night, so Kathleen and I, we, hadn't, we didn't have a Canada Day special. And we were thinking, what can we do that's Canadian? Like, what what sort of Canadian stuff haven't we done? Like, we did a whole episode about Sorry. We did a Oh, we went about, through the... We looked at every we Canada We did Day I Am Not American. We did the new national anthem with the uh, Hockey Night in Canada theme. And then one of us struck upon the idea of, of, like, the Canadian girlfriend, which is apparently, like, a thing in the States, where it's like, oh, yeah, no, I have a girlfriend. She's in Canada. I don't think it's that common. I think it's... More of like a joke. Um, yeah, it's almost like a sitcom thing. You know? Yeah. Um, the video that ended up, of course, is not a Canada Day special at all. Like, it's only even tangentially related to the Canadian girlfriend. But when we started talking about it, we just ended up riffing off of one another. Doing like, our into thing. The, into that conversation, and it struck us as funny. So we basically just it wrote down out, that wrote down that conversation. It turned out really well, I think. Yeah, I was really pleased with the final video, but it's sort of a weird. I mean. We we did like I did rush the editing that weekend, so it went up the Monday after we shot it on the Friday, so that it could go up. It actually went up on Independence Day on July Fourth because we shot it on Canada Day because of how the schedules work out. But it's technically the Canada Day, I guess. Special, it's not. It says the word Canada. It has the name Canadian in the. It has the word Canadian in the title. So there you go. We'll. We reference ourselves being Canadian in the in the in the video. Exactly, I'm gonna That's say important. good enough. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Canadian spirit. Good enough. <laughs> good enough. Um, we did uh, Homefront for Unskippable. Yeah, that's a good game. Very depressing game. Yeah, it's weird. It, like, there's a whole sort of like prologue thing that we cut. Yeah, which is it, it's hard to how, like North Korea took over the world. Yeah, or North America at least. Yeah. Which is sort of like, as someone put, as someone points out in the uh, in the thread, it's like, man, Kim Jong Il must love the concept behind this game. Well, we, I mean, in the in the uh, in the thing after the credits. Oh, right, in the stinger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't and it like a unified Korea takes over the world? No, the well, it's North Korea takes over South Korea, yeah. and all oh, okay. of Korea takes, but it's all all ruled by Kim Jong Il's son. Yeah, all ruled by Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un, yeah. They actually, that's the, yeah, in the game, that's the guy who's. The guy that the Korean media says just sits around playing video games all the time? Apparently, yeah. But, like, it would only be... Like, the, only, the way you would uh, change this game so that it was, like, a Korean propaganda film would be just a slight change in the depiction of the Koreans. And Like, at the moment, the Koreans, like, as we talk about in the thing, that the enemies are, like, super ridiculously 
They're like you know, ultra evil. evil. Yeah, well, it's like when you're driving along in the bus, and it's like, hey, they have a bunch of people in. Like, you're like it, driving. You're like driving down this like one street that apparently is all the horror. It's yeah. Atrocity yeah. Avenue. They really it's like shouldn't have given that of name. The entire yeah, yes. it's when you get to like the the kid having his parents shot in front of him, and it's like, uh, okay, I get that we're supposed to hate the Koreans. Thanks. I see what you're doing. I see what you did yeah. there. Yeah. Because you are going to be killing them for the next like, you know, twenty hours. So you better you better be on board with this whole. The Koreans are terrible people. Yeah, but it's it's uh, if anyone's interested in the game, I recommend going to read the joystick review of it because I thought it was really interesting um, that. They brought up a very good point that Homefront was sort of like a missed opportunity, narrative-wise, to be like a game that is like a group of you know ragtag rebels fighting back against this Korean superpower that's taken over the states. Whereas you can see in the cutscene that you're just some guy, and then you get thrown into a bus and you drive along, and after the bus gets hit and you pick up that gun, you're just a soldier, and and everyone you're with is just soldiers. You're a guy from Doom. Yeah, it's like there's no indication that these people have never fought before there's no sort of feeling of fighting against the greater power it's just you guys are just soldiers and it's that's just it's, poor it's, narrative it's, it's so boring yeah it's just not not that creative yeah but uh made for a good unskippable yeah it did a, uh, and then yeah and then we did crisis two part one part, part one yes. part two will be coming out on Monday after we record this, I don't know when you'll be hearing this. this. Is actually kind of a you long will have seen our the the the, the uh, t-shirt though, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fire yes. the lasers of understanding. What was it going to be originally? Uh, that joke, because it, it's the bit where like the ship comes up and starts firing yeah, lasers like, at them, and they're like, yeah, and they're like, and Are the friendly lasers. Or something? The, I, I think it might have been like lasers of happiness because the guys start yelling like hostile, hostile, and we're like, well, come now, you know, just because they're shooting at us might be the lasers of happiness. But when Paul was recording it, he said lasers of understanding, and then he was like, hang on, I need, I need to do that line again because I said understanding, and I was like, really, that's that's, I really like that. That's really funny to me, and uh, we thought it would work for a work for a shirt. So yeah, this this, this really, is now a shirt. This really follows the there's, there's like a couple of videos or a couple of unskippables, quite a few, surprisingly. Surprisingly many, where where they have like, uh, uh, you know, the 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 main character basically does nothing. Like he just gets sort of pushed along from one scene to the next. Yeah. And in this case, like blacking out between scenes. Yeah, you black out so often. And now apparently, some people in the forums told us that after the cutscene for the rest of the game, the reason he doesn't talk is because the suit is like taking over his body and doing all its nano machine malarkey. And, but, and, in, and in that first battle he actually like got his larynx destroyed. Oh, okay. Cause in that cutscene they're like, oh so and so's not talking much this morning because oh you know all that tequila, he's a little hungover. And it really sounds like the the excuse that they're using for you having a silent protagonist is just that he's drunk. Or just hung over for the entire game. It yeah, I've been really that stupid. hung over before. Let's be honest here. Who hasn't? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> like, and no. they could have the, all, the, all the voice acting could just be you going... Uh, yeah, they could get anyone on the dev team to do and it. Then, and then if you, if you run for too long, you're just like... Uh, <laughs> 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 I like it. That'd be uh, terrible if I have to like, do all the intense physical activity that you have to do in one of these first-person shooters. Well, coming off on the ter- fuck over. And coming off like the world's worst hangover from tequila. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's like I want to die. Please. I'm just going to lie down in front of the enemy. 
please, please, please run kill me. with your tank. <laughs> um, and for checkpoint, su- checkpoint, supremely legal. Yeah, which I, I thought turned out very Supreme well. Supreme Court uh, decision. I actually, I was a little. I mean, I I know that it's a comedy show, but I was a little annoyed by the by the Daily Shows. Um, yeah, the Daily Show was uh, take sort of on turkey, turkey. They they went the other way. I mean. Well, it's, it's. I mean, like, like I said, it's a comedy show, and they were like, they they showed like one of the worst yeah. fatalities from the new Mortal Kombat, and of course they had it being done to a female character, so it was even worse. And um, and well, they, they were, were and they were like, maybe you should be regulating this level of violence. And fundamentally, I agree with regulating violence more than sexy stuff. I well, I they, agree with they, that. that. That's what they were. They were they were saying that. Yeah. That if you write, yeah. But that was never our, at least for us, even though, again, we're Canadian and it doesn't directly affect us. Because we already... Because we're Canadian and we already have those laws. The problem, as we said in that episode of ENN that we did early when this thing was being floated, our problem is not the whole selling games to minors or not. The problem with this bill was it was like, it was one really flaky on its, what was it? It was like interactive software. Yeah, it was saying that anything interactive was not covered by the Fifth Amendment, basically. By the yeah. First Amendment. By the First Amendment, yeah. yeah. yeah Any, that's what I meant. Anything but, that, that an independent cabal of, like, just a few people decided counted as interactive software or interactive media. Well, it didn't make it didn't no, make clear. No, right. It was who, it, it was like interactive this, media. It didn't make clear what the, you know, what the body was to whom you would slide the content under the door to figure out whether or not it was interactive. Yeah. But and they didn't didn't apply to the first amendment. That's that is uh, like a big deal. Again, doesn't affect us. We're Canadian. That's fucking scary, right? Yeah. That's a big problem. It this is it, it's not like whether or not video games cause violence or whether or not like violent video games are regulated they're more regulated than violent movies like that's not the issue the issue was that holy shit this could be a real big problem yeah it, I mean if it comes down to it everything else like anything any form of media invented after like 1990 is interactive yeah uh, so yeah, like DVD commentaries are technically interactive. Well, the point we made no, 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 but DVD commentaries. But the point we made again in that old episode of ENN was like, what about American Idol? Because you watch it and yeah. you interact by voting. There, it's interactive media. Doesn't have to be covered by the First Amendment. Yeah. Not that not that American Idol is going to say anything outlandish and have to have their First Amendment. You know, like, I don't know that I would necessarily consider it art either. But like, <laughs> fair. But the point fair. being. Yeah, the, it's who gets to decide this. Yeah, we, like cell phone games are interactive media. You yeah. know, like all well, sorts any of games. Any, well, yeah, but, they're, they're making it to cover games, but it, like the the fact is the blanket would like cover a lot of web like pages could be yeah, interactive like media. Gmail, for example. Yeah, interactive media. Yeah. So it was very. I'm I'm glad that it. Which didn't, I, didn't I don't pass. know if the thing like the thing that the Supreme Court was working on just now might have been like that that the bill might have been changed since like it's been a while like considered like there, it was interesting that like nobody talked about that part of it yeah this time so it might have been that that's that this was a an adjusted version of the bill that didn't have that part in it, but uh, the, I mean this, the argument was still made in the summaries that I saw that because it was in, because games were interactive the first amendment might not apply to them right um, and it's just uh, a, a bad precedent to say it's an incredibly bad precedent to say I mean the other the other uh, the other precedent that was set by the pornography stuff a uh, long, long time ago. It was is that First Amendment uh, freedoms don't necessarily apply when you're talking about right. Things. It applies the right the, the the weird thing in the state. It's the the what is considered okay in the in the community that you're in. Yeah. 
And the problem with that is that when things are on the internet, if any community in the United States objects to it, yeah, that means that it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's anyway. Uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, it's obviously something that we even. It's. I mean, it's weird because we're you know not actually American, but it is something that we still feel pretty strongly about. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, the interesting thing though is that, as well. I almost felt bad putting that the the shots of Leland Yi in at the beginning of the episode. Um, because I mean, he, to his credit, is a very, you know, very sincere, concerned politician, um, and uh, you know, it's good to have those kinds of people. Uh, and in this, in this case, I think he's barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. But you know, he has done a lot, so you know, he. He's no Jack Thompson, and we can be glad exactly, of that. Exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, yeah. he seems like a rational person, and so. Well, the way he's trying to send it back to the Supreme Court—that's not too rational. That's not very. Yeah. I or the or the ultra court. I hope there's an ultra court. There's no a ultra super court. Supreme court. Higher court. Yeah. I took a, an American politics class in university. There's no ultra court. <laughs> yeah, um, you know of. They wouldn't tell Canadians about yeah, the ultra court. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> Just call. Duh. And there was feed dump, which was feed, feed dump. dump. Was feed dump. Yeah. Was, there, was there another checkpoint? In that oh, shoot. Point? I guess the earlier one we wouldn't have talked about last time, which was... You know what you did. Oh which yeah, was Gabe Newell. Gabe Newell. Oh right, right. Yeah, Graham uh, Newell. You, you, we uh, we have we have great affection for Gabe Newell. He's supposed he to be seems like nice a guy. really cool guy. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be a really uh, nice guy. So I feel kind him. of bad yeah. about you know that it's it's so terrible with you know all the stuff that he gets has to deal with. Um, it would be, but that being said, it would be nice if they would say one way or another. Yeah, just say, yeah. Just say we're not doing it. I just, I wonder what. Like, I guess they him, want to reserve the right to do it. I would love to see. Well, let's say we're not doing it anytime soon, and then bring it up the next week. Like, like ah! him, him, and Michael Moore are two guys. That I would love to see the criticism, like just the wording of the criticism lodged against them by the communities that hate them, if they weren't fat. I would find something else. Oh, I know. I just, I would, lo- I'd, I'd love to see what, because <laughs> that's that's most of it. Yeah, it's so stupid and hateful. It's just to... lazy. Anyway. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, right, Askler. Whoop. I put out uh, the call on Twitter because uh, we were confused about the the, the, the file issues from the. That looks awesome, by the way. We get, we get easily confused. The file issues from the previous thing, and so we weren't sure. James didn't put up a thread, so I asked on Twitter. And I said that questions pertaining to the most recent videos would get priority. So, Tyler asks uh, Where do I remember the voice at the end of Give In from? I'm pretty sure you've used it in another video. I assume he means the I just like to party voice. Yeah. I think in a fail house. It's probably like, like yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm mad. Yeah. I have sex with horses. I think that's yeah, what it Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's, a, it's, it's the, one of your repertoire of silly voices. Yeah, yes. you know, there's a very early video of you, like, way back in the day. Like, when you guys were still in high school and you just had your first uh, first video camera that I've seen you show at, like, fan screenings where it's like... And Matt's like, don't put me on camera. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, like, right. I'm, I'm Matt. I'm, I'm a, a prostitute. No, no, it's, it's, it's okay. I'm name of person you're making fun of. I'm a prostitute. That's hateful to sex workers. I have sex with dead horses. Okay. Which is not to say all prostitutes have sex with dead horses. Just the person that you are making fun of yeah, has sex with dead horses. It's a prostitute. dead horse prostitute. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, he's not a bad prostitute. He's a focused prostitute. They're into I see. I see. Yeah, bestiality and necrophilia. I see. Not, like, not every prostitute is willing to do that. That's, that's probably true. an in-demand thing. Uh, I the dead horses. I think it's one For of somebody those, who wants to watch questions, so, you know, like lots of demand from very few sources. <laughs> but man, if you can cultivate those couple sources, yeah, wow, you'll be set for life. Uh, 
Eddie Rogers asks, who of you has played Amnesia the Dark Descent? You have, haven't you? That's the... That's the... Yeah, yeah. I downloaded uh, it. I have no, played... no, you've played Penumbra, right? Yes, I played Penumbra. I think it's say, the same the thing. Right. Wait no. a minute. Okay, which was the one that I think was in I'm... Humble Bundle two years ago? That was Penumbra. The, that was Penumbra. Okay. I, I believe Amnesia is the newer one. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I played one of the games in that series. Yeah, the, the um, creepy, you have to open the door. and uh, Yeah, I only played it about halfway through, so I got distracted by something else, I think. But it was indeed incredibly creepy. Yeah. It was intensely creepy. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. But did he have any well, no, it, it was... Uh, yeah, it was who has played it and what do you have to say about it? I, I have not actually played it. It's, I, I really... I mean, it's it's neat because it's the first... You know, it's, you think it's sort of a first-person shooter. Well, but it actually not, is quite a different... It's a first-person, you actually have no weapon. Yeah, it's actually quite a different kind of game than you expect when you first go into it. And it's really neat the way they use the, like, the thing where you have to like open the doors I, yourself. I probably talked, to the, talked about this a lot before, but uh, Call of Cthulhu on the Xbox, uh, mm. like the original Xbox... That game uh, is actually a first-person shooter. Like you do get a gun in it, but you don't get a gun in it until about forty percent of the way through the game, and it makes the game like way less good. Right. But opening and closing doors is like a huge part of your interaction with the game because you like there's there's sections where you're running away from enemies, so you need to run into a room, turn around, close the door, and then target the latch on the door and close that <sighs> to make sure that it's closed enough, and then. Like go find like, like, move like a, dresser. a bookshelf, yeah, or a dresser. Nice. And move it in front of the door. That's awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I, any... I like your your guy in at least in Penumbra. Your guy is such a wuss that if you uh, if you look at an enemy, like if you're hiding in a shadow and look at an enemy for too long, you start getting like oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> like you start like yeah, actually no, Cthulhu does the same thing. <laughs> Wow. But I wonder is, yeah. they're not made by the same people, are they? I don't know. Uh, Penumbra is kind of a to the internet. Penumbra is kind of an indie game. Kind of game. game yeah. they, an interesting thing with the Cthulhu game that I actually found out last week. Um, I was always amazed by the voiceover of the main character in that game. Um, like I, I thought it was really well done. At least again for the first half of the game when they were actually like focused on making it properly. Because he he'd Did be something, like something happened where they just were like, okay, we gotta crank this thing out now. I don't know, but like if you try to interact with something that you couldn't interact with, your character would contextually make a joke about it, right? He'd be like, I cool. don't, you know, I I don't see a need to use that, you know, I don't I, like big pruning shears. <laughs> I don't need a haircut or whatever. But, Sorry, uh, Frictional Games, who did not make Call of Cthulhu, but they made all the Penumbra games and then Amnesia Dark Descent, which is their fourth game, oh, okay. which is not a Penumbra game, but is basically the same in sort of tone. Their in-house game engine is called HPL. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think, I'm think i pretty sure that the main character in the Cthulhu game was John St. John. Hmm? Voice of Duke Nukem, which oh. I did not know. He has a lot of range. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Uh, all right. All right. Yes, more questions. Dear Doctors Lur, have you ever had to use the Canadian girlfriend stunt? Um, well, again, no, because we're well, Canadian. Have you used a girlfriend from another place? Have you used, like, yeah, I totally yeah. have a girlfriend. Have you had a fictional girlfriend? No. No. no, I never have. Nope. I man up. Uh, also, you've had a girlfriend for some time. What, are, what did you do when, like, we were living in different cities? Did you just say, I have a long-distance girlfriend? Did anybody ever not believe you? Mm, no. Because, I mean, I had video proof on the internet, right? Oh. You'd be like, see her? Her there in the video? The one I'm kissing? Because in Digital Love, oh, right, early yeah. video, yeah. Um, of those of you partaking in the lure casting, who is the deadliest? Definitely me. <laughs> sure. Deadliest? 
Deadliest. Yeah, Do ladies also claim to have Canadian boyfriends, or is it an XY-only phenomenon? No, I know Dana's done that before. She's, like, not Canadian, but, like, I have a long-distance boyfriend to try and, like, get out of having guys hit on her. Hmm. My friend Dana has. It's like, no, my boyfriend lives in... Hi, Dana. Um, no, she's not listening to this. <laughs> you know, she'd be like, oh, no, my boyfriend is, you know, away for the summer tree planting or is in Vancouver. He's away working out at she, the UFC. She, nice. Yes. Nice. She, now, she now has a boyfriend, so a very serious come. boyfriend who lives with her. Sweet. Okay, Mr. Fiend has two great questions that are only sort of tangentially related to what he says is a damn good video. If a Canadian girlfriend was a sex act, what would it be? He also asks what if the Canadian girlfriend was a drink. That's probably that's probably easier. Canadian girlfriend is a sex act. Something to do with like a, like a ice, like a a popsicle. I think mm. popsicle being involved in some way. Nice. A popsicle <laughs> going into an orifice. Yeah, I was okay. going to say yeah. maple syrup, but yeah. I think like, popsicle. A popsicle. The Canadian or, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of orifice? Mm. Your mouth is an orifice. Any I'd say sure. yeah, the, the drink, the, like the drink, I think it should be Would something it have like crushed ice. Okay, uh, so you need it needs to be. I think it needs to be like a girly drink, though. Something, something, red. something with Canadian club. Something, or, oh, yeah. or, or something red. Something oh no, like, it, no, it'd have to be something that you could layer, so it had like different like things. So I, I think you want like layered red and like clear. Well, I don't think you can do a clear liquid that would sit on top. But what yeah, you, you could can. do. Because you could, grenadine is pretty heavy, so you could have that so it would layer. It might be a virgin drink. Actually, mm. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> grenadine and club soda. Yeah, but layered. layered. So it's like white and, and then red. You can't like, layer oh. grenadine. Like, if it's not alcoholic, you basically can't layer it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. But grenadine's so thick and syrupy. Yeah, gr- they like, uh, so just put gets, it on the bottom. That, like, like if you've got a Shirley Temple or something, the grenadine will clump at the bottom if you don't stir it. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. But, like, just leave it on the bottom, and then it's like white on top of red, and there's ice in it. So it's a Canadian. So it's got yeah, that red and white. If there's somewhere you can get red, white, red. Yeah, well, if you can really yeah, like crushed it. cherry on top. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. I like it. Yeah, definitely should be a virgin drink. Uh, Peter asks, Dear Kathleen, how creepy is Pharos in Persona 3 on a scale of 1 to 10? 10 being terrifying. Not really that terrifying. Like, Which I don't find him that who's, creepy. Who's Pharos? He's a uh, small boy who appears to you only at midnight in the dark when you're alone. Which I guess is kind of creepy. That, 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 that's pretty creepy. talks like this. And he goes... I don't remember a time when we weren't together. I guess, like, he's kind of creepy. I never found him that creepy. <laughs> that seemed pretty creepy to me. Yeah, no, he's pretty creepy. I found him maybe, like, a five on the creepy scale. I was more curious than creeped out. Fair enough. Uh, Alexander Ditto asks, uh, regarding Give In, if you had to replace your good evil shoulder angels with two different shoulder angels, who would you choose? Ooh, actually, I'm gonna. this is going to be a direct shout-out to Alexander Ditto because we're having an amazing Twitter conversation about glasses. I would replace my shoulder angels with Alexander Ditto and Cam, who would just give me fashion advice. And they'd be like, like no, see... that makes you look good. Yeah, it makes you look a little hippie, I'm, you know? <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, if they're not good or evil, right, like, what are they? Like, I'm thinking, like... For comedy purposes, I think an indifferent shoulder angel would be really funny. Just like, well, what do you think I should do? Uh, I don't know. They're both they're both indifferent. No, no, no. Like one of them, oh. like one of them is indifferent, and the other one is like. I mean, let me think. What would be a funny counterpoint? Heck, this could be a video. <laughs> what do you think would be good? Have like an in, like indifferent, but the other one can't be can't also be indifferent, but the other one can't be too too fervent one way or the other, or else. 
they'll uh, or else it would like override. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Like I, I'm sort of thinking the uh, the like altruistic. Oh, like super. Like, like I mean, what about like super indecisive? Just like oh, uh, hmm, I don't know. Um, if you you could do it like this, and then oh, but mm, uh, and then, uh, then on um, the other side, like incredibly fixed on one course of action. Eye on the prize. And it's not going to be like a good course of action or it'll just be like indecisive versus chips. Obsessed. Or, or indecisive versus yeah, obsessed with a course of action but like he 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 landed on that course of action like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying <laughs> and to make it work. He's sticking and with still, it. still like like your life has completely changed <laughs> since that was actually like, a I want to go to I want to go to clown college. It's like I already went to regular college. I am now an accountant, I've paid off my student loans, and I've got a mortgage and a child. I cannot go to clown college now. It's like, no, clown college. Still clown college. Nice. That's solid. I, like I don't that. know those wouldn't actually be those... useful shoulder angels, but... It'd be funny. Also, is the coat Graham is wearing his own, because it's a damn nice coat. Uh, no, it's not, but I think... Was that yours? Or... Yeah. yeah, it was from when we... I, I picked it up for when we filmed those games we played. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alexander Ditto is letting me know it is Alexander Ditto. Why, hello. Just wanted to ask if any of you have played much Borderlands recently, but that's probably more of those games we played related. I haven't played it recently, but I really enjoyed it when I was playing it. It's one of those games that's been on my list of games to play at some point. Probably really cheap now. Trevor LaRue asks, I'm going to Vancouver in a couple weeks. Any advice or fun things to do? That seems like Kathleen's purview. Ooh, well, I don't know what kind of things that Trevor likes to do, but I will talk about the neat things that you can do for free in Vancouver. The seawall. The seawall is free and beautiful. Um, in as, Stanley Park. As is... a wall of sea. As it's is Sun Yat Gardens in, in Chinatown. There's two sides to it. One half is free, one half is paid. Um, but you can go in the free side, and that's very nice. Just walking around Chinatown. No, no, you can't. Um, walking around Chinatown can be a little sketchy, but it's really cool. It's very cultural and immersive. Uh, if you are able to track it down, going to the night market is a lot of fun. If oh, they're still night doing market. So night cool. market. Um, I believe they were having some issues with the location where it was going to be when I moved. But if you can find where Night Market's going to be, it's like they have taken an Asian street market and transposed it into Richmond. I think it might... It's probably still in Richmond. You can get Okonomiyaki. Yeah. No, no, no. And basically... No, um, what are the octopus balls? Takoyaki. Takoyaki. Yeah, you can get takoyaki there. And, like, basically, you don't have to pay anything, but it's got, like, all the amazing, like, Asian-style Asian style street food, like Korean, Filipino, Japanese, as we mentioned, uh, Chinese, really good, lots of sweets. Uh, what else is good and free in Vancouver? Uh, oh, God, there's lots of things. Um, Lynn Canyon is free like there's the capilano suspension bridge which is quite expensive to pay to go across but if you go up to north vancouver and go for a slight drive you can go to lynn canyon which is a free suspension bridge and park and that's very nice um things that you might want to spend money on playland there's amusement park in vancouver tons of fun nice never get to go back even though i really enjoy going there it's kind of expensive um and good restaurants oh that's too we don't have time for that. No. Um, yeah, those are my those are my slightly off-the-beaten-track tourist picks. I'm sure I sound exactly like a page out of Lonely Planet. Nice. Oh, and Main Street. Yes, Main Street. Walk nice. up Main Street. Main Street is where the action is. Which TF2 class is each crew member the most like? Um, really... I'm looking at the TF2 class. So we classes. got Scout, Soldier, Pyro, Demoman, Heavy, Engineer, Medic, Sniper, and Spy. I don't play TF2, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to say... 
I'm going to go for scout myself. I figured you'd go scout. I'm going to mm. go medic for me. Yeah, I was I, like the the thing that always strikes me about the medic is the is the square jaw. So I was going to I was I was going to be like James medic, but um, or, I don't know what their know, like, personalities are like. Physically, though. physically, I guess I'm like a scout, but uh, I don't know what my Alex the engineer. I gotta yeah. remember like the or just sol- or soldier. Alex the pyro. Sorry, are you joking? Alex the soldier or the pyro. I, I meant to say James the engineer. James the engineer makes sense. Yeah, I mean uh, both engineer and and uh, and medic are fixers. Hmm. I don't know. Spy. I guess. Yeah. I could go for spy. Yeah. I can see that. I don't know. That's tough. Uh, Alexander Dudo also asks regarding Canadian girlfriend. Have ever have any of you gone to any high school or college reunions, or would you if it were feasible? No. I got a funny story about that. Yeah. So that's so stupid. uh, High school reunion for our class uh, should have happened this year. Uh, At least I thought that it was going to. The ten year. The ten year one, and it was never. There was never an invitation sent out, and I was like, huh, well, that's okay. I guess it's just not happening. And so I never really thought to ask anyone about it or anything like that. Because it's asked... not the kind of thing that weighs heavily on your mind. No, Fuck, there's I mean, not like, going to be a 10 year high school reunion. We have Facebook. But uh, no, I was like, hey, James, has anyone invited you to anything? You're connected, right? No, no one's talked about it. Okay, well, whatever. So I'm on my computer a little while ago, and I get this Facebook message from someone in my class going, so, high school reunion? Question mark. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I, I haven't, uh, I, I hadn't heard, heard, heard anything about it either. So presumably it's happening at some point, right? Uh, ha, ha, I don't know. Apparently, it is the job of the class president of the year uh, to organize a high school reunion. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's my responsibility to put this together. Well, there ain't uh, gonna be any fucking high school reunion. And no one thought to tell me. <laughs> and yeah, I think that I think that is complete horror. Horse bollocks. Horse, I think horse it is. Wash. I think it is the job of the person horse who wallet. who has who the least the interesting life and can therefore devote time to organizing a high school reunion. Because mm, like, you got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, I I think like a ten year. I don't think I would go to. Um, but like I think like a twenty or like a twenty five or something. It would be kind of interesting to see where people ended up. I was thinking like fifteen maybe is uh, is a possibility, but I don't think ten really matters anyway. So I'm not too worried about it. Okay. Have any of you seen the newest episode of Top Gear? And how much do you think the road trip would have been improved by some loading ready run challenges? Uh, Yes. Wait, you mean like their road trip or ours? Or. Presumably their. We did a road trip with challenges once. It was fun. It just took forever. Yeah, they're saying that they they should have done loading ready run challenges. That would have been cool. I, I, I like Top Gear, though. I think they know what they're doing. Um, is anyone going to the Harry Potter premiere next week at midnight? Not midnight. We're hoping to get to, at least in the first couple of days. Here's the thing. James has never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. And I think it's. I think it was around the time the fourth movie came out. We were like, hey, James, we're going to go see Harry Potter tonight. Do you want to come? And he's like, no, because I've never read any of the books and I haven't seen any of the previous three movies. And we're like, well, you got to start somewhere. And he's like, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. Before the final movie comes out, I will watch all the other movies and then go see it. So he was really annoyed when they broke the last movie into two movies. Um, so he's never seen them before. And Matt, Paul, James, and myself are watching them all. Uh, obviously, Paul, James, or Paul, Matt, and myself have seen, have seen the other ones. But we're indoctrinating James into the Harry Potter. And we've, we've watched the first three already. And hopefully we're going to... No, yeah, we're watching the fourth one tonight. Yeah. And then we've got f- 
three more after that to get we got no yeah five six and seven part one to get through before we can go see seven part two in theater so we're probably not gonna be able to make opening night because mondays we shoot feed dump and tuesdays we shoot checkpoint and wednesdays sleep maybe i don't know so we're gonna try and do it but certainly no certainly not opening night what would our houses be now you previously got sorted into slytherin uh actually i took the online sorting quiz test and it gave me gryffindor all right um but i think if i could choose my house i would like to be ravenclaw because they're kind of like smart bookish but female yeah mostly mostly women in ravenclaw hot chicks and no. also not in the film at all. Well, heck, I'm going to get into Ravenclaw then. Yeah. Well, in the books... Ravenclaw is the place to be. Yeah, like in like in the books, there's there's interactions between all the classes, but in the yeah. movies, it's much more simplified. So yeah, I love at like the, good guys and bad guys. Remember in the Harry Potter lunch day video? I, love, I think it was Matt determined that he would be Hufflepuff. He's like, I would be Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'd probably be... Probably Ravenclaw. I, th- I, th- I think he'd be Ravenclaw. Like, Maybe Hufflepuff. I don't know. No, Hufflepuff's always struck me as like, sort of like. Now I'm not trying to like. You know how Matt's just like uh, sometimes well, the way know, that, that the, kind of the way that the way that like the way that Matt puts it is, you know, it's like if you're, you know, if you've got like uh, if you've got courage, you know, you go into you go into Gryffindor. If you're smart, you're in Ravenclaw. If you're Ambitious, ambitious to the detriment of others. Often, then you, you know you're in Slytherin. Uh, if you're loyal, you're in Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff are very loyal. There's, there's Sam Gamgee. Sam Gamgee. <laughs> oh, Mr. Frodo, going to Mordor. Um, yeah, I mean, I see it a little bit differently. It's like I think you if, would have been a Gryffindor. Sure. If if you're smart and you're kind of an asshole, Ravenclaw. If you're if you like to think you're a good guy but are kind of an asshole, you're in uh, you're in Gryffindor. Yeah. If you're just straight an asshole, asshole you're in Slytherin. You're Slytherin. And, and everyone it, else. And if you're like, and if you're like, why are you guys such assholes? Then you're in. Hufflepuff. And you always lo- and, and you always lose at everything. And see, that's, that's why I feel that, that I, would, I, would, I would maybe be in Hufflepuff. Like. <laughs> I mean, there's the thing, like, I... I, I Come on, you guys, stop it. I only read up to the third book, and the movies don't really get into the houses that much. No. Um, but at least from, like, because literally no no character we have encountered so far is from Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Uh, Cho Chang is in Ravenclaw. Yeah. Any character we have encountered so far is... Yeah. She's in the... No, oh, no, wait. so far. We're in the third movie. We've, right. uh, yeah, like, we've got, I mean, obviously Draco, but it's, yeah. No, 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 no right. he's from Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Yeah. It's yeah. either... Good, good, all the good guys are in Gryffindor. All the bad guys are in Slytherin, and the other two That's houses true. are the mystery houses. I think in the next there. movie, um, we see we see a little bit of Ravenclaw what's, and Hufflepuff. Um, Edward, what's Edward Pattinson's character? I don't know. Um, uh, from 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 Goblet of oh, Fire. Oh, um, Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory is, is he? an older Gryffindor. Yeah. Oh God. He will, <laughs> of course. No, he is. no but he, but uh, Cho Chang. Uh, shows up in that movie. And oh, she's, okay. in, she's in Ravenclaw. And she's in Ravenclaw. Okay. I yeah. think she shows up. She might show up briefly in that movie anyway, because I don't think they have the whole love triangle thing. No, in the not, movie. not no. yet. No. Anyway. <laughs> Who here has read the books? Yay. So, yeah. So, um, Mr. Fiend asks if, you're, if, you're, if your conscience was personified, what would you have it appear as? Mine would be <laughs> Danny Trejo as Machete and Darth Vader. That's how, that, that what's con- wrong that really with your conscience? You yeah, <laughs> just like Danny Trejo was like, you're, it, it, sorry, if Danny Trejo as Machete was like, 
you're going to do this. I'd be like, yes, I am. I have a really good conscience. I will do whatever you say. I think Uh, my good conscience would be Roscoe. Nice. Roscoe appearing above my shoulder being like, help the children. My conscience, like Leonard Cohen. Bad conscience, probably Paul. Like really cool, like Leonard Cohen, like really cool older guy, old guy, just like, hey, Paul, you should do this. Nice. I like that. You should do it. That'd be sweet. I don't know. I think that my, my like, considering all the things that I want to do, like, sort of, like, my inclination of bad things that I want to do, I think my bad conscience would probably manifest as uh, Patty Schmel from Hole, who famously dropped out because she developed a fucking enormous heroin a- habit. And she'd be like, yeah, Kathleen. Do heroin. Do heroin. Start smoking. It's glamorous because that's what my bad conscience is like all the time that sounds awful yeah well that's what your I listen to your conscience tells you to do heroin all the time well no my bad conscience <laughs> just thinks that kind of stuff is awesome uh, my favorite uh, what <laughs> heroin just sort of like being a cool strung out artist type I, heroin's not cool nah, be yeah. quiet that's why it's my bad conscience they're not giving me good advice you're judging <laughs> me ooh 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 my, uh, have like, my good have... conscience would be like a pussycat or something like that I think your good conscience and your bad conscience are both pussycats a white pussycat and a black pussycat Annika it's and just, Cameron it's just, it's just the two aspects of pussycats the happy both cat, of your cats the happy cuddly <laughs> part and the destructive part Otacon and Liquid Snake disguised as McDonald Miller. Nice. And Matt it's, is, of course, Optimus Prime and Megatron. My favorite uh, uh, conscience thing is uh, in the awesome 90s cartoon Mad Jack the Pirate, uh, which probably nobody's seen. But anyway, it's a really awesome cartoon. Uh, and there's a, a bit where he's like, Stealing, he's like stealing stuff and leaving his first mate in jail. Uh, and and this thing, this voice is like, Mad Jack, you should go save him. He's like, What? Who's that? Who are you? Like, Mad Jack, I'm your conscience. What? What's that? Like, I, you know, I tell you what you're supposed to do. He's like, I don't like that. I'm gonna ignore you. And then it just goes, It's like, Ah, stop that. I'll keep doing this until you. He's like, Ah, okay, fine, fine, I'll do it. Nice. Your conscience just actively annoying you. Um, Flu Powder Powder. I'm not sure what his real name is, but that is that's his Twitter name. Uh, asks who's great Twitter. Um, name. He asks about the given videos and stuff we already answered, and then says, "And how long does it generally take to shoot an episode? Shoot and edit an episode like that? Shooting for something like that, at least, actually went quite quickly. Yeah, because a, it is me on the green screen, video. and I just went through each of them one at a time. Actually, the yeah, way that we did it was shot it three times. Was I would do the lines of whoever I was doing. And Alex and Kathleen, and I think later it was Kathleen and Jer, were reading the two other lines so that we could get the timing right. Yeah, which turned out really well. Actually, I was really pleased with how how well the I back didn't and enjoy watching you edit it because it was like you doing this acting as sort of this disinterested, like not really trying that hard, sort of like oh, but yeah, coming from either me or Jer or Alex because I mean, it's not like we had to work that hard. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so the the shooting actually went quite quickly. The editing for that one was quite a bit trickier because of all the multiple uh, layers, and I was using a new program, so it's hard to hard to gauge. Yeah, it all just depends on the video. Really. How do you guys think a Canadian girlfriend scheme would pan out if you guys used American girlfriend? I don't think anyone would buy it. Fine, I don't see why anyone like the Canadian like I don't see why the Canadian girlfriend thing wouldn't work, and I think American girlfriend would work just as well. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, true. We probably couldn't pull it off because you know our friends know us pretty well. But mm-hmm. if you were just talking to some random person that you're trying to impress, I guess you could do it. Uh, Nathaniel Perry asks: Canada is really big, yeah. so you could easily just say she's like back east. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, forgive in was there much thought on or was there much thought or, or inspiration much thought on inspiration or similarities to the Xavier video video you guys did in 2007 no actually I didn't think it was about Xavier at all uh, Andy wrote that one yeah uh, it's well, a different sort of thing I mean it's I mean Xavier wasn't the first video we did with sort of like internal conscience no, we did that was if you talk like YN. yeah Upgrade by slash well, season the, one. The, the um, mental battle one was the only one. Mental battle as well. Sort of reminded me of, of the sort of a similar stylistically. It's but, a good trope. Yeah, it's a, it's a sort of a coming from the same a similar area anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, any chance of running out of hats for feed dump anytime oh, soon? Oh God, no. Nope. You have seen but a tiny percentage of them. And Matty asks, when I stay up, uh, when I. By the way, if anybody wants to send us awesome hats for feed dump, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be awesome. If you have a hat and you think... That Send me an email. Tell me what the hat is. I'll, we still need a feathered headdress to make our village people cover band. <laughs> the village idiots. <laughs> nice. Uh, is it a bad thing when I when I would rather stay up watching Loading Ready Run videos than go to sleep? Which is which is a need at this point. No. Nah. No. Nah. We, will give you, we will give you all the rest you need. Yes. There's one thing we hope we can achieve with Loading Many Run is that we are more entertaining than sleep. Yeah. Mm. And that is all the questions that we got on the Twitters. More Excellent. entertaining than complete lack of consciousness. So that actually worked out uh, quite well. Yay. So thank you for asking those questions. We, we will try happy to actually to. have a thread next time. Yes. So uh, thank you for watching as well. Came in a little, little shorter than usual, but hey, there's only three of us, so the questions where we have to go down the line. There's four, of, four us. of us. Four of us. Wait. Three other people. There's only five of us. And me. There's only five of us. Including Jeff, the invisible extra member. Yeah. He's have we not... We haven't introduced you guys to Jeff before, have we? He's, um... Oh, he's gone. Sorry, Jeff's not here. He's just behind the camera. What? Oh. Yeah. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Sorry, sometimes it's hard to see him. Anyway. Being invisible at all. I... Why can't I count? Uh, yeah. So, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for uh, watching and for your patience on the last podcast. And uh, hopefully you will have seen it by now. And check out our new pre-order because it's awesome. And thanks to Lily for the shirt and or for the design. And um, we will talk to you next week about games. Hooray. Goodbye. Goodbye.